What up, guys? Welcome to the Success Trajectory Podcast. My name's T.O. Bogdan. I'm a retired engineer, entrepreneur, investor, and huge car enthusiast. We will be talking about real estate, investing, personal development, and what I and my guests have done to build the life that we want on our own terms. My goal is to help people find their own path to their own success trajectory. Let's get started. Should you have a high-end rental? That is the question for today. Well, I guess it's a personal choice, but here's kind of how I see things. So let's take into account a $1 million property, which will probably rent somewhere between four dollars to $7,000, depending on the area, right? So a lot of people see that four to seven thousand dollars and say, "Hey, that's uh, you know that that's a pretty good number," and it is a good number. But here's kind of the downsides, right? With the property, honestly, houses that are worth over two fifty, it's just really hard to, um, you know, you get to a point where the the rent doesn't keep up with the cost of the house, and the cost of the house just keeps going up, and the rent just like goes up slowly and slowly. Um, so that really happens on, at least here in my market, it really happens on properties probably after, I don't know, like three to four, maybe $500,000 where the rent amount just doesn't keep up with the value and you can't even get like a 1% rule going. But the property, the property, the problem with big, um, expen- more expensive properties like million dollar properties is you have a high cost of maintenance, right? You have high taxes, high insurance, um, just high capital expenditures overall, right? So you're not getting very much cash flow on a um, monthly, yearly basis, right? So you have terrible returns, so then why do people hold on to these things? And I think it's probably a, a two, two factors, right? One is the ego where people are like, oh, I have a million dollar house and blah, 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 right? Which, whatever, right? You could probably sell that million dollar house and stroke your ego harder with a big boat or something, right? But anyway, the second would be um, they can't sell it, right? Because if they're actually in real estate investing and wanting to invest, that house would not make sense, right? They would sell for eight or $900,000, just get rid of it and get into something better where they're, even though they lost that $200,000, let's say, um, they'd be making way more cash flow on the back end, just buying something that makes sense, right? So for example, compare it to, let's say a, I don't know, maybe you sell that million dollar house, get your mill for it, and you buy 10 houses for 100K. And for those 10 houses, maybe you're getting $1,200 a month. And that's almost double the amount you're getting in cash flow or in you know rent collections a month so you'd be at like twelve thousand dollars a month in rent collections off of 10 houses so that is much much better and to take it a step further imagine if i don't know you bought 10 or no 20 units for 50k a unit right making 800 dollars a month so that would set you at like sixteen thousand dollars a month in rent collection right so compared to what right your million can be making you either let's just four to seven thousand dollars 
or your million could be making you 12 or your million could be making you 16k so it just depends on your investment style and what you're going after um but in my opinion i think those very expensive houses don't really make sense houses in the higher um echelon usually don't make sense a lot of times people think that maybe those people will take care of the property better they might but i don't think it's worth um you know the money lost <laughs> in uh, cash flow to get that better tenant because you can get a just as great of a tenant in a fifty thousand dollar unit as you would get in one of these million dollar properties right it's just all about finding good tenants um, screening the tenants is really what it's all about is just screening those tenants to make sure that you are finding that good tenant that is going to take care of the property is going to pay the rent and is going to do all that so in summary if you have one of those super expensive properties um, to me it doesn't make sense because of the cash flow right that money can be applied to 10 houses or 20 units or maybe even 10 20 houses at 50k a piece and you'd be making much more money on your million than you would, I was trying to think, on your money, right, than you would otherwise just holding one, one, one asset. And I guess the one thing that, right, the other big thing is your market for a tenant that lives in that house is very, very small compared to your market that would live in 10 houses at 100K. That's literally the majority of population and same thing with the 50k unit right so and your vacancy if your one tenant moves out of your one million dollar house is zero and it's going to take you a while to find a new tenant for that house right whereas when you have 10 properties it's not a big deal if one person moves out because you still got nine paying same thing with 20 right it's not a big deal if one person moves out out of 20 because you got 19 others paying. So it doesn't really affect you as much as one tenant leaving out of one property. So my advice would be kind of stay away from those bigger properties. Um, they don't make sense, but I do understand why some people end up having those rentals just because um, maybe they lived in the house and they don't want to sell it. They're emotionally attached or um, you know maybe they just can't sell it because it's a harder property to sell in that market maybe. So who knows? But Hopefully this video helped and I hope if you have any questions, you reach out to me. I'd be glad to help anytime. Have a great day. Hey, thank you for listening to the Success Trajectory Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends about us. For more content, you can follow me on Instagram at RealTOBogdan. And everywhere else, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, T.O. Bogdan. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the next one.